from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to The Joy of Booking. My name is DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Ten months ago or so, I began this tag team tournament, at least according to uh, my podcast uh, hosting gimmick. We use Pinecast, and it says 10 months ago. Now, it could have been before that, and 10 months ago was when I just moved everything over to uh, Pinecast. But clearly, whatever the number is, too long, too long has it been uh, since we started this tournament. So let's get her done. It's the final episode. Do 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 do, brother Nero, brother Nero, in a dilapidated boat. Oh, good times. Uh, I hope you're well. I hope those you love are doing well. It is uh, New Year's Eve. I said I wanted this episode, this tournament done before 2022. It's coming at you. Uh, actually, no. No, it's not New Year's Eve, is it? It's Thursday. It's the 30th. I'm getting it in a day early. Pa-pa-pa. Uh, and I would wait till Friday, but that's a DDT wrestling day. And we can't have two podcasts going out on the same day. So uh, that just that just wouldn't be prudent, would it? So we'll do this today. We'll do it live. It is 5.30 exactly in the morning. Uh, I had a peanut butter and raspberry sandwich for breakfast. Peanut butter, not the best choice before podcasting. I know you love mouth sounds. So some sort of weird, terrible ASMR sort of thing. Uh, There are 32 teams left. In our last episode, the Faces of Fear uh, won the... uh, you know, they will come in 33rd um, in terms of my favorite tag teams. There are 32 left. And oh, baby, oh, baby, if you listened to the entirety of last episode, and I hope that you did, you heard the matchups that we have to do, the insane battles that we have to face um, in this tournament. Uh, and so, without any further ado, uh, let's get started because we got mountains to climb. Mountains to climb. Uh, our first matchup, I apologize in advance. I'm not going to say I'm sorry multiple times during this episode. If you've listened to the last, I think this is episode 52. We have as many episodes as there are cards in a deck, if you don't count the jokers. <laughs> um if you listened to the last episode, you know that this has to be me now. This has to be my thing. I tweaked some stuff for some of y'all anyways to not have the Midnights versus the Rock and Roll Express in the opening round of 32. So at least in that sense, uh, I'm doing y'all a favor. Uh, but this has to be me. And it starts right away. Uh, the Midnight Express... Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry taking on the New Day, 
Now, if you wanted to make the argument for the Midnight Express, um, one of the ways that you could do that is by talking about the fact that the New Day is more of a stable than it is a, uh, a tag team. You know, which version are we talking about? Am I talking about Big E and Kofi? Which probably I am with Xavier at ringside. Uh, am I talking about Big E and Xavier with Kofi off being a main eventer? Or am I talking about Kofi and Xavier um, without Big E? Which is, for me, the less ideal version. You want the big guy in there so you can have some big guy, little guy sort of stuff. The Kofi and Xavier isn't bad, especially now when it's King, Kofi, and Sir... No, King, Xavier, and Sir Kofi. Um, but I'm going for Big E and Kofi with Xavier at ringside. I think that is the best form of that tag team. But you could make the argument that Eaton and Condry were a team, I believe. I don't think there was a third member. Shows what little I know. Uh, but you know I have to go with the New Day. Because uh, the argument that I can make for the New Day is historical context. Um, and also the fact that there's another Midnight Express team in here. Credit to where credit is due, however, the Midnight Express is the only team to make it in here twice because it had two different members. It got a little loophole there. Sadly, um, Bodacious Bart and Bombastic Bob or Bombastic Bart and Bodacious Bob, the new Midnight Express, did not make it. But we will give the win to the New Day. The Midnights will go into the Constellation. I do think we will have a, a list of 32 by the time this episode is over. I think that's my plan. Uh, next matchup, the Hardys versus the Andersons. Historical context is tricky for these teams because they're the top 32 teams um, for the most part. Of all time, at least according to me. So obviously there needs to be historical context. Would there be a... Um, would there be a Four Horsemen without Ole and Arn Anderson? Maybe. Ric Flair was big enough that you could have put... I don't want to say anyone with him, but there were a number of people that you could have put with him and had a group work. Would it have worked as well as the Horsemen? Probably not. Um, the Hardys are, you know, clearly historic. Um, you know, would you have an, as, as good of an Attitude Era without the Hardys? Would you have as good, you know, the birth of the TLC match and everything? And actually, that's where we need to, to focus. Because I'm watching 2001 WWF right now. I've seen a lot of Hardys matches. I've seen a lot of ladder matches. I've seen a lot of TLC matches. I've seen a lot of Hardys tag matches. It's not that they're not good. Matt and Jeff are good, and they're good as a team, and I hope that they have one more run in 2022, maybe into 2023, in AEW as a tag team, and then I hope they both retire because I'm watching them wrestle from 21 years ago at this point. It's time to be done for both of them. If Matt wants to stay on in a manager role, that's great. If he wants to be a producer or something, that's great. If Jeff wants to focus on his acoustic music, <clears throat> that's a, a, a choice for sure. 
Um, but I'm watching these matches. No Marshy 2001, the Hardys versus Lance Storm in the Hurricane. Good match. Enjoyable match. Bit of a spot fest. Bit of a, this is less a tag team match and more, you know, whether it's Lucha Libre inspired or what, I can trace, obviously, and I think I can see it clearly now, a direct line from the Hardys' core success in that Team Extreme era to get me to the Young Bucks, to get me to the tag team wrestling that people so often um, dislike. And by people, I mean you listening, uh, with one exception. Hi, Brandon. Um, You know... That's why we like the revival. That's why we like Pretty Deadly is we want the palm-to-palm tags. We want the rules followed. The Hardys didn't do that. And because of that, you might have thought I would have gone with the Hardys, but I'm actually going with the Minnesota Wrecking Crew here because uh, the Hardys, I don't know if they were good for tag team wrestling. They were good for, you know, again, the the TLC-type matches, those type of extreme, um, call it ECW influence, if you will. I don't know that they made tag team wrestling better in the way that myself and Jeremy and Glenn and others of our ilk like tag team wrestling, whereas the Andersons surely did. So I'm going with the Andersons. Bit of an upset. Didn't think that was how it was going to go until yesterday when I'm watching No Mercy. So these are snapshots in time. Have I said that enough? I don't feel like I said that a lot this uh, this season. Snapshots in time. The Road Warriors versus Harlem Heat. Oh, it's got to be the Road Warriors. I mean, come on. It's got to be the Road Warriors. Uh, tough luck losers in terms of Harlem Heat because they're great. You know, their tag team was great in the 90s. Are they legendary in the way that the Road Warriors were? No, I don't think so. Booker T went on to have such success that his tag team days were kind of, you know, that nice chapter. Had Road Warrior Hawk been able to beat Ric Flair for the NWA title when he had his title matches or Animal, for that matter, if one of them had gone on to great singles success for a decade or so, we might look on that team differently. It's something to be said, and I didn't think about this until just now, the fact that the Road Warriors' success almost exclusively came as a tag team. When Hawk passed away, you know, Animal kept going a bit, whether it was before he passed away, he was in uh, WCW, but then, you know, his team with Heidenreich and all of that, they tried. It's not going to work. That perfect chemistry is what made the Road Warriors so good. Something we're going to have to think about as we continue. That's actually a, you know, not that that should have been a rule, low these 52 episodes, but as we get going, that perhaps is something we need to consider. Uh, Next up, Beer Money versus Edge and Christian. Truth be told, I didn't watch a lot of Beer Money. That's after my time in TNA. I was America's Most Wanted guy. I believe they, yep, we'll get to them in a later uh, matchup. So Edge and Christian, 
the thing to say about that, and I'm sure they'll reunite and such, but they broken up. They were a team for a while, and they were great, and they were Wrestle Silly, which I love, which is why I'm going to give them the win. But they broke up fairly early uh, in terms of their, you know, their run. Matt and Jeff Hardy don't wrestle each other, I think, until like WrestleMania 25. They have their big feud. I'm pretty sure it's 25. I haven't even gotten to 18 yet. So there's still years and years where they're going to be allies. Maybe they get put on different brands, which is fine. But I don't think they have a feud. 2001, Christian turns on edge. You know, so their team lasted maybe two years, maybe three years, if you count their stuff with the brood and things. But the edge and Christian goofy heel era did not last all that long. Uh, However, I'll still give them the win over beer money because... As it has been low, these 52 episodes. Seen does need to triumph over unseen. The Funk Brothers and the Wild Samoans. Oh, again, I think I mentioned it. Uh, One of my winter break projects was to get a new CO2 container for my soda stream. So, ah, the wonderful sound of lime seltzer that is actually carbonated. Gotta have your sparkly water. Uh, The Funks and the Wild Samoans. Incredible. I think in this, I'm going to go with this rule that we kind of just came up with together in that, you know, the Funk brothers are great. But Dory Funk had a very successful singles career. Terry Funk obviously had a very successful singles career. They were not defined by that tag team. The Wild Samoans, I would argue are defined by that um, by that tag team. So I think they get the win in that sense. That's actually something that benefits teams in our tournament. The Freebirds and the Revival. Now, I, I said in our first matchup, you could make the argument that New Day shouldn't win because they're a trio. I am finding myself tempted to make that argument here against the Freebirds because they were a trio. They also were big, all of the Confederate flag stuff. I am quote-unquote woke enough to bristle at that, Um, though I understand it was an era in a territory where that worked and made sense. So I'm not going to fault them for that. It's the revival. The revival has been, um, was, sadly, One of my favorite teams, their NXT run was amazing, and it was fantastic. And as an old-school tag team wrestling fan, they were who I wanted to see. Uh, You know, I don't know if FTR in AEW is as good. I can't imagine that it is. Um, You know, I feel like my love for the revival took a hit when they got released, and all of the stuff that came after it. Uh, but they I'm giving them the win over the Freebirds because they are my favorite team probably of the past since starting getting into wrestling almost 10 years ago again. They're probably my favorite team. Um, that matchup with American Alpha from Toronto, Dallas, one of them. My favorite tag team match perhaps of all time, or at least of the recent era. So I'm going with the Revival. Uh, who will now have to take on the Wild Samoans. Los Guerreros versus Mustache Mountain. 
Oh boy. Okay. Uh, to be fair, Los Guerreros hasn't become a team yet in um, wrestling. Eddie Guerrero is either injured or has been released. He's got to go get himself straightened out. And I think he goes to rehab perhaps. And then he shows up in ring of honor and does well. And he'll eventually come back to be Latino heat in the WWF slash E and team with Chavo. Chavo right now is the afterthought of the Alliance. Like he just is there to, you know, participate in brawls and be part of the crowd for stone cold. Steve Austin. I don't think I've seen him wrestle yet in WWF. Um, So I missed a lot of Los Guerreros. I see, saw some of it. I'm looking forward to some of it, but I technically haven't seen a lot of it. And I do enjoy Mustache Mountain and the fact that they have not turned. I really expected with this recent thing with Pretty Deadly, I really expected Trent to turn on Tyler or Tyler to turn on Trent. And it didn't happen. Um, And again, if we're going back, Eddie Guerrero had much more success. Uh, as a singles wrestler, Los Guerreros is part of that. At this point, yes, Tyler Bate has had success in NXT UK, but that hasn't translated. He hasn't come over to America yet. He hasn't had the chance to wrestle on Tuesdays or Mondays or Fridays yet. Uh, if in 10 years I'm going back and redoing this tournament, I'll I'll look at things differently, perhaps, if Tyler Bate is a former three-time U.S. champion. Um, but right now I'll give Mustache Mountain the win over Los Guerreros. And then the Hart Foundation versus Team Hell No. This is the easiest one of this page. It's got to be Brett and the Anvil. And I understand Brett Hart had plenty of success, but I missed a lot of Team Hell No. Um, I don't enjoy watching Kane. I've realized that now. Um, all of his matches in 2001 WWE, I just skip right over. He wrestled test. I couldn't hit the fast forward button fast enough. Um, I'm sure the match was fine, but yeah, I, Kane's never done anything for me. Uh, the stories will be good when he takes the mask off and is terrorizing people. I'll enjoy the stories of that, but his matches, uh, uh, he's not, he's not necessarily for me. And I'm, I'm a Bret Hart guy, so I got to go with the Hart Foundation. All right, so our second round matchups for this page, New Day versus the Andersons, Road Warriors versus Edge and Christian, Wild Samoans versus the Revival, and Mustache Mountain versus the Hart Foundation. Yes, please put it in my veins. We're halfway home. The Steiners and the Briscoes. Jay and Mark. It's got to be the Steiners. We're starting off with another very easy one. The Briscoes are great. I Every time I saw them in Ring of Honor, uh, from the first pay-per-view, Ring of Honor's first show, where they wrestled with wrestling singlets and shaved heads and no down-home chicken-plucking, froggy bow sort of thing. The frog splash elbow is a very cool move. I will say, I love the fact that it exists. I think it's great. Froggy bow is the perfect name for it for Mark Briscoe, but it's a great move. Uh, But yeah, it's the Steiners. The Steiners got to win. Red Dragon versus the Bulldogs. Again, how much money would you pay to be able to watch Davey and Dynamite in their prime take on Kyle and Bobby in their prime. Because 
I am more of an old school fan. Not even an 80s fan. I'm a 90s fan. But I went back and watched all those Coliseum video things. I am very tempted to go with the British Bulldogs. I want a Bulldog as a pet. I will be very tempted to name the Bulldog Matilda. And that's entirely based on uh, Davy and Dynamite. Red Dragon is great. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy them as a team. I enjoyed them in NXT. I'm sure I would enjoy them in AEW. But I think in this, I got to go with the the Bulldogs. Uh, you could make the case, yes, Davy Boy Smith has a Hall of Fame career all on his own. But he never won a world title. You know, his biggest thing post the breakup of the Bulldogs is winning um, the IC belt in Wembley Stadium in 92. An incredible moment, don't get me wrong, but it's the IC title. He he made it to mid-card or upper mid-card status after that. Kyle O'Reilly, in Ring of Honor in NXT, was a main eventer. Like, he went on to bigger success um, without teaming regularly with Bobby Fish. So I could make that argument, too. But I'm going with the Bulldogs because now I get to decide on the Steiners versus the Bulldogs, which is borderline impossible. Uh, what is not impossible is the battle of the acronyms, the world's greatest tag team, WGTT, Haas and Benjamin, shall defeat America's most wanted. I'm not saying that Haas and Benjamin are going to run roughshod over this entire thing. I don't think it's a true. The names are too good in this tournament for me to think Hassan Benjamin will win, especially when I just said I missed Los Guerreros. A lot of that was in my lost years, which means truthfully, Hassan Benjamin, a good portion of it, I haven't seen. I can't wait to see it. But I just, the idea, I loved the team. Everything I saw of Hassan Benjamin, I absolutely loved. So they get to win over America's Most Wanted, who is just lucky to be here. Uh, and yeah, you know, you want proof? I'll give you proof. The next matchup is the Usos versus the New Age Outlaws. It's got to be the Usos, without question. And being a 90s uh, kid, you know, the Outlaws were great. They were, at a time when I was 13, 14 years old, not a rule breaker by any sense of the imagination, but... DX was kind of cool. I thought DX was cooler than the NWO. I did. I thought Billy Gunn, this is a weird thing to say, but I thought Billy Gunn and Road Dog, not Xbox, were cooler than Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Um, maybe it's because I was a WWF person and felt, you know, weird about them showing up in WCW and not being Diesel and Razor. And I just, I, I gravitated more towards. DX. I think that appealed to my desire to be a rebel and be, you know, the cool kid, even though I clearly was not. Having said all that, the USOs have to win. The USOs are perhaps the greatest team of all time. Uh, so they'll advance. They'll take on Haas and Benjamin. And we know how that's going to work out. We do know that. All right. The Dudleys versus Demolition. Brandon Banks might try to make an argument for demolition, but I don't think you can. 
they were a great 80s team. They held the belts for a very long time. Uh, the theme music was cool. The look, a little weird, not going to lie, a little weird. But um, looks like they were heading off to a certain kind of convention and on the way got lost and decided to become professional wrestlers instead. Uh, and it does have Barry Darso. I do love that. Brandon Mack, if you're listening, what's up, buddy? Happy New Year. But it's got to be the Dudleys, right? Doesn't it have to be the Dudleys? I think it does. So the Dudleys win. Demolition into the Constellations. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express versus the Gorillas of Destiny. It's great that the Gorillas of Destiny made it this far, but they can't beat the Rock and Roll Express. We don't even need to really spend a lot of time talking about why. We all know why. Rock and Roll Express win. The Midnights, Eaton and Lane versus the Outsiders, the aforementioned Hall and Nash. <sighs> Um, the Outsiders were great, teamed for a while, big part of the NWO, but they could have not been a tag team, and a lot of that still would have happened. They could have been, you know, they were a tag team in a lot of ways because Hogan needed to be the champion, and Hall and Nash couldn't go after the title when they were in the NWO. Uh, if you took Hogan out of the equation, I don't know that Hall or Nash would have been a tag team. So they were a tag team, and they were a good team, don't get me wrong, but they were a team because, you know, I it was the powers that be decided so. So I'm giving the win to the Midnight's historical context. Uh, yes, the Outsiders have historical context, but they would have had it regardless of being a tag team. And Kevin Nash, multi-time world champion. Scott Hall, perhaps one of the greatest wrestlers to never win a world title. They were big enough without being a team. Midnight's win. And then, oh, the last matchup. The Brothers of Destruction versus Arn and Tully. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, let me look. Hold on. Checking something. Please wait. Arn Anderson. So, what do Arn Anderson... James Storm, and let me make sure I got this right here. Arn Anderson, James Storm, and Bobby Eaton have in common. They are the three wrestlers who appear in the top 32 tag teams twice. Anderson's here with the Andersons and the Brain Busters. Um, I suppose, no, Kane. I should include Kane in there, too. Four wrestlers. Kane is here with Hell No and the Brothers of Destruction. Uh, Eaton's here with both Midnight's teams. And then you've got James Storm with Beer Money and America's Most Wanted. Um, huh. Is Kane... Here's, here's something to noodle over. Is Kane a better tag team wrestler? Because I'm not counting his team with X-Pac. I'm not counting his team with The Big Show. Um... I'm not counting his team with RVD. I'm sure there are others. Like, is Kane a better tag team wrestler than he was a singles wrestler? Something to noodle over. Uh, I got to go with the Brain Busters here. You know, again, if we want to go with The Undertaker and Kane, both multiple-time world champions, had singles careers, uh, Tully and Arn, while they had very successful singles careers, it was not... Oops. Why did I put that over here? No. Brothers of Destruction. Um, not as good as their tag team success. 
All right, Steiners and Bulldogs. Haas and Benjamin versus the Usos. Dudleys versus the Rock and Roll Express. And the Midnights versus the Brain Busters. Our first round is done. We have a sweet 16. Before we get to that, we need to do our uh, constellations. The Midnights of Eaton and Condry are going to lose to the Hardys. While I agree with everything I said regarding um, the Hardys, I didn't watch any of the Midnights. Maybe I've seen one or two Eaton and Condry matches, but I haven't seen a lot. So I got to go with the Hardys on that one. Um, Harlem Heat will defeat Beer Money. I think they were a team for longer. And again, I missed some of Beer Money. Uh, I'm given... So Beer Money comes down here. The Funks and the Freebirds. I haven't seen a lot of either, but I've seen more of the Freebirds. And they were more, again, their success came as being part of a group. So we'll give them the win there. And then I'm giving Los Guerreros the win over Team Hell No. Because both Brian and Kane had single success. All right. Red Dragon beats the Briscoes. I think I think that's the right answer. That's that's more of I haven't seen enough of the Briscoes. I know I've liked what I've seen, but I haven't seen a ton. I'm not a huge Ring of Honor guy. Uh, I'm giving the Outlaws the win over America's Most Wanted. They're just happy to be included at this point. They made it to the top 32. Two uh, Impact teams made it to the top 32. Uh, Demolition defeats the Gorillas of Destiny. Same sort of thing. We had to have some New Japan representation. And then the Outsiders versus the Brothers of Destruction. At some point, I do want to go back and, and sort of look at the invasion and try to do it better. There's a lot of matches. I have a couple of notebook pages already with some ideas. I feel like I need a group for that. Um, you know, Maltov, Stryker, or Chris and Eddie at this point. I'm going to call them Maltov and Stryker till the day I die. Glenn, Jeremy, Banks. Like, I, it feels like it needs a bunch of people to, you know, because that match alone, the, under, or the Outsiders versus the Brothers of Destruction could main event a pay-per-view. Um, you know, all of those type of matchups you could get. Uh, I gotta go with the brothers, I think, you know, and I was an outsiders fan enough, but again, it's that, that they were part of the NWO. The NWO was the thing. The outsiders were part of that thing. All right. So we are down to. The bottom four. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a little bit of how I'm going to be doing Hoss Fight in Season 3. Um, I'm going to have the bottom four teams compete to come up with, you know, who placed 16th, 15th, 14th, 13th on each page. And then those two, 16 will battle each other, 15 will battle each other. And that'll be what gives us our final list. So the Midnights and Beer Money, I'm sorry... I know I said I wasn't going to apologize, but I really didn't see enough of Eaton and Condry to to know. So we're going to go with uh, the beer money there. 
And I'm going to go with the Funks over Team Hell No. I think that's right. So, the Midnights and Team Hell No, I'm going with Hell No. So, our 16th team are the Midnights of Eaton and Condry. Our 15th team is Hell No. And then Beer Money versus the Funks. I will go with the Funks there. So that means that Beer Money is 14th. The Funks are 13th. On this page of this list of, you know, 16 of the top 32 teams, they placed in the bottom four. Still pretty good. Uh, I'll give the Briscoes the win over AMW because they were a team longer. The Outsiders will defeat the Gorillas of Destiny. I'll give AMW the win over the Gorillas. So Gorillas come in 16th. AMW is 15th. The Outsiders will beat the Briscoes. So the Briscoes are 14th. The Outsiders are 13th. So we can now start a new page. So the battle for 31st place uh, is the Gorillas of Destiny versus the Midnights of Eaton and Condry. And again, which of the teams have I seen more of? It has to be the Gorillas of Destiny. So we will say, according to this, that Eaton and Condry are the 32nd best team on my list, which means this is our list because the Midnights would not have made it that far were it not for Jeremy and Glenn and all of, all of you people. So Gorillas are 31st. The battle of 15 would be Hell No versus AMW. That'd be a good match. I'm going to go with AMW. Again, Daniel Bryan and um, Kane had more success. So Hell No comes in 30th. America's Most Wanted is 29th. Our battle of 14th, Beer Money versus the Briscoes. We're going to go with the Briscoes there. So oddly enough, James Storm is 29th and 28th. AMW and Beer Money finishes right next to each other. Funny how that works. The Briscoes are 27th. And then the Funks versus the Outsiders. I'm going to go with the Outsiders again due to just my seeing them. So the Funks are 26th. The Outsiders are 25th. Our bottom eight are done, which means now we have to do our second round because winners advance to the Elite Eight, losers drop down into the Constellations. New Day versus the Andersons. Very tough. Very, very tough because are the horsemen involved? Do the horsemen get involved? And now you've got a four-on-three situation because New Day's only three members. I understand all the people who would go with the Andersons. But I got to go with the New Day. I think the New Day are great. I understand that Kofi has had more success. Big E is now world champion. Xavier is king of the ring. They all had success individually. But as someone who has watched wrestling for since 2014, the New Day, I've, I've, I've watched the entire progression of the New Day. They hold a place in my heart. Uh, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew go into the Constellations to take on Los Guerreros. The Road Warriors shall defeat rather soundly Edge and Christian, setting up 
New Day versus Road Warriors. We'll see how I feel about that. Edge and Christian will take on the Freebirds. Uh, I am giving the Revival the win over the Wild Samoans. The Wild Samoans will have an incredibly crazy, entertaining match against Harlem Heat. And then the Hart Foundation, in a wonderful, wonderful match, will defeat Mustache Mountain. So I went for a modern team with the Revival, but now an old school team with the Hearts. Mustache Mountain will take on the Hardys. So our Elite Eight matchup so far, New Day versus Road Warriors, the Revival versus the Hart Foundation. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Steiners are going to defeat the Bulldogs. I love the Steiners. I'm a 90s kid, not big Papa Pump in the DFG. I'm talking 90s Steiners, amateur wrestling, brightly colored singlets, Rick Steiner with the headgear. Was that the University of Michigan theme song? The Letterman jackets. All of that is exactly what I loved. The Bulldogs will take on the Brothers of Destruction. The Usos have to beat the world's greatest tag team. I can't even pretend like that wouldn't happen. World's greatest tag team will take on Demolition. All right. I'm not going to be crazy. I love Haas and Benjamin, but let's be at least somewhat realistic in this fantasy booking tournament. The Dudleys, I believe, have to beat the Rock and Roll Express. They have to. They have to. Dudleys were successful everywhere. Rock and Roll Express also successful everywhere, but didn't reach the heights um, that the uh, the Dudleys did. So the Dudleys are going to win. Rock and Roll Express will take on the New Age Outlaws. And then the Midnight Express versus Tully and Arn. I got to go with Tully and Arn. So I'm sorry. But I, again, I don't know that people are going to be able to argue with that. Like Tully and Arn beating the Midnights, I think people are okay with that. The Dudleys beating the Rock and Roll Express, I think people are being okay with that. And this likely means, if things go the way I think they're going to go, that we will get the Midnights taking on the Rock and Roll Express at some point in this tournament. Steiners versus the Usos, Dudleys versus Tully and Arn. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. All right, back into the constellations we go. The Hardys versus Mustache Mountain. Winners advance, losers drop into the next four. I Mustache Mountain has been a team for a while, but the Hardys were a team 20 years ago. They're going to be a team again. And while I don't love their brand of tag team wrestling, we got to honor it. So we'll go with the Hardys there. I'm going with Harlem Heat. Defeating the Wild Samoans. That's just the era I grew up in. Uh, Edge and Christian are defeating the Freebirds. Same thing. This is a tournament that is reflective of me and when I was a wrestling fan. Uh, But I will give the Andersons, Ole and Arn, the win over Los Guerreros. I will do that. Because, again, you don't have a horseman without... uh, well, Tully and Arn and Ole and Arn. All right. On the other page, I will have the Midnights defeat Red Dragon. 
There's going to be some shenanigans. Cornette's going to get involved. Uh, the Rock and Roll Express will defeat the Outlaws. There'll be some shenanigans that the Rock and Roll Express will counter. Ricky Morton will get beat up for a while, make the hot tag. Uh, I'm having Haas and Benjamin beat Demolition. I know that's probably not the right answer, but I'm doing it. And the Brothers of Destruction will defeat... No. No, I think I'm going to change my mind right now. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Changing my mind. The British Bulldogs will defeat the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right answer. All right. We now have a next our next group of four. So we need to figure out... Again, each page, we'll figure out the rankings of those, that group of four, and then they'll battle each other to determine our next list of eight in the rankings. Mustache Mountain defeats the Wild Samoans. The Guerreros defeat the Freebirds. Uh, I will have the Samoans beat the Freebirds, so the Freebirds would be 12th on this page. The Samoans are 11th. And I'm going to say... Ooh, Mustache Mountain versus the Guerreros would be a lot of fun. I'm going to say that Mustache Mountain wins. So the Guerreros are 10th. Mustache Mountain finishes 9th on this page. I will have the Outlaws defeat Red Dragon. The Brothers of Destruction will defeat Demolition. Demolition will defeat... Red Dragon, so Red Dragon is 12th, Demolition is 11th, the Brothers of Destruction will defeat the Outlaws, Outlaws are 10th, the Brothers are 9th. So, in the battle for 23rd place, we have the Freebirds versus Red Dragon. I'm going to go with Red Dragon, so the Freebirds will finish 24th, Red Dragon finishes 23rd. Did I do that right? Yes, okay. The Wild Samoans versus Demolition. Demolition will win. Wild Samoans will finish 22nd. Demolition will be our 21st greatest tag team. That seems about right. So we're now into the top 20 which is the Outlaws versus Los Guerreros. We will give that to the Outlaws. Los Guerreros will come in 20th. The Outlaws are 19th. And in our battle for 17th place, Mustache Mountain versus the Brothers of Destruction. I think we can all be okay with Mustache Mountain coming in at 18. And The Undertaker and Kane, Big Evil and Kane, my favorite version, coming in 17th. We've done half of it. We're halfway home. It only took us 43 minutes. Hey, it's going to be a long one, folks. We're committed now. All right, we need to do another uh, consolation round here. Winners advance. Losers will battle for the next four spots. I'm going to say Harlem Heat beats the Hardys. You know, the things that I have seen from the Hardys lately, I haven't loved. I got to say, them as a tag team, 
I'm not loving it as much as I thought I would. Edge and Christian versus the Andersons. I will go ahead and say that the Andersons need to win that, giving us the Hardys versus Edge and Christian in a battle for seventh place on that page. Funny how that works out. Um, we get the Midnights versus the Rock and Roll Express, and I always appreciate the heels, so I'm giving the win to the Midnights there. World's Greatest Tag Team versus the Bulldogs. I won't even try to make a case for Haas and Benjamin to beat Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid. It shouldn't happen. So the Bulldogs will win. Uh, World's Greatest Tag Team is going to make it in the top half. I'm happy with that. I like Edge and Christian more than the Hardys. And I will give the Rock and Roll Express, perhaps in the final Jeremy rule of this season, I will give the Rock and Roll Express the win over Haas and Benjamin. It is the right choice. But I will say that the Hardys lose to Haas and Benjamin. So the Hardys come in 16th. World's Greatest Tag Team comes in 15th. And then Edge and Christian versus the Rock and Roll Express. Edge and Christian will come in 14th. The Rock and Roll Express will come in 13th. There we have it. We're down to the final 12. It's getting exciting. We need to do our third round to get to the final four. New Day versus Road Warriors. I like the New Day more. Is that enough? The Road Warriors were great. I was a Legion of Doom kid. I knew them as the Legion of Doom, which is not the same thing. Like, those were two different things in this tournament here. Um, I missed a lot of the Road Warriors era. I wasn't an 80s wrestling kid. If you are an 80s wrestling fan, you're, I think, obviously going to pick the Road Warriors because they were great, don't get me wrong. Um the the really thing that's stopping me right now is that if I go with New Day, which I think I'm going to, if I go with New Day, that means that the Road Warriors can't make it higher than fifth. But this is my tournament. It's not the best teams of all time as voted on by the Academy. It's, it's an Academy of one. So in that sense, the New Day will win. The Road Warriors get a rematch with Harlem Heat in the Constellations. And I am going to say, because I'm a Bret Hart guy, that the Hart Foundation narrowly beats the Revival, which is good because it gives us Revival versus Andersons in the Constellations. And that's fun. So our final four, two of those teams, one is the New Day, one is the Hart Foundation in terms of my list which sounds right. The Steiners are going to beat the Usos since this is my list. Usos will go take on the Midnight Express. And I'm going to have Tully and Arn narrowly, narrowly, narrowly beat the Dudleys. If this was a list of the best teams of all time, I maybe all of these would be reversed. Maybe. 
Maybe the Revival's actually better than the Hearts. Maybe the Usos are actually better than the Steiners. Maybe the Dudleys are actually better than Tully and Arn. Maybe the Road Warriors are actually better than the New Day. But this is my list. And so New Day, Heart Foundation, Steiners, Tully and Arn sounds right for my list of favorite tag teams. All right. Harlem Heat versus the Road Warriors. We'll go again with the Road Warriors. Minnesota, the Andersons versus the Revival. I will go with the Revival there again for me. Being the watching the times that I watched. Um, I will have the Usos defeat the Midnights. And I will have the Dudleys defeat the Bulldogs. I can't... Uh, no, of the three teams, of the three TLC teams, I enjoyed the Dudleys far more than the other two teams. Far more. All right. So, Harlem Heat versus the Andersons. We go with the Andersons there. Midnights versus the Bulldogs. I gotta go with the Bulldogs. So our 12th, our 12 and 11 matchup is Harlem Heat versus the Midnights. I will give Harlem Heat the loss there and put the Midnights at 11th. So the Midnights finish 32nd and 11th. Pretty good. And then Minnesota Wrecking Crew versus the Anders, or the Bulldogs. The Minnesota Crew comes in 10th. The British Bulldogs are ninth on my list. Road Warriors versus the Revival. We'll go with the Road Warriors. It, I do enjoy, as much as I enjoy great tag team wrestling that you got from the Revival, I also enjoy two guys that come in and just beat the tar out of you. It's why I liked the Ascension in NXT. Um, so I'll go with the Road Warriors there. And then the Usos versus the Dudleys. I'm going to say the Usos. They Every time I watch them, they're just so good. They are so, so good. So I'm giving the Usos the win. So the Revival versus the Dudleys for seventh spot. I'm going with the Revival. The Dudleys are in eighth. Revival is in seventh. Road Warriors versus Usos. I got to go with the Usos. I do. Road Warriors come in sixth. The Usos come in fifth. We're down to four, folks. We're down to four. Ten months or more. The entire year of 2021 has led us to this moment. Our final four. New Day versus the Heart Foundation. At the end of the day, I go with New Day. I do. I think the New Day are a, I enjoy them more as a team. The Heart Foundation was good. Don't get me wrong. And I enjoyed them immensely. Don't get me wrong. But I really enjoy the New Day. They can be silly. They can be serious. They can be their matches are great. You got a lot of talent there all all across the board. They can talk. They can do it all. New Day wins. And I'm having the Steiners defeat 
Tully and Arn in what would be an amazing matchup. Give me 10 of them at an hour each, and I'll be happy. So our battle for third place. The Hart Foundation versus Tully, Blanchard, and Arn Anderson. Because I was a WWF guy, I got to go with the Hart Foundation. Tully and Arn come in fourth. Incredibly respectful for them. Hart Foundation at third. And in our final matchup, the New Day versus the Steiner Brothers. When I make a wrestler on a wrestling video game, they wear a singlet, they wear wrestling shoes or boots, they have as close to a letterman jacket as I can find. I'm essentially making myself with more hair and more muscles, and if I were a Steiner brother. So for me, Rick and Scott... You got to think of when I came into it, 92, 93. They're in the first episodes of Raw having squash matches against Dwayne Gill and Barry Hardy and Reno Riggins and all of that. That was my birth into wrestling. The Steiners were probably the first team I fell in love with. It makes total sense that they would win season two of the Corona Cup. Season one winner, do you remember? Owen Hart, very good. Season two, the Steiner Brothers. So our top ten. Andersons, Bulldogs, Dudleys, Revival, Road Warriors, Usos, Tully and Arn, Hart Foundation, New Day, Steiners. You can argue with parts of that list, but you cannot argue that that is not ten of the Best teams. I didn't throw a random thing in here. Techno Team 2000 didn't make the cut. All right? I didn't throw in a team that isn't deserving of being in the top 10. All of these teams, I would argue, are deserving. Along with many of the others. But this is what I came up with. I'd like to know your thoughts. Um, You know, you've heard it now. Maybe I'll post this uh, once this episode goes up. How would yours look? Who would make, who would have made the, where would the Steiners have been on your list? Who would have been your number one team? Because this is a, oh my God, this filled up almost an entire notebook. There's probably maybe 10 or 15 pages left. And I did tear out some, but this is 70 pages of brackets. From, from the New Age Outlaws versus the B team, the very first matchup we did, to New Day versus the Steiners. <sighs> Goodness. What a world. My name is DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. Um, tell you what we're going to do, folks. In 2022, Hoss Fight is coming. I'll give you a quick little preview. I, um, I went through Cage Match, and I went through their list of ranked wrestlers, and I wrote down all the hosses. And I'm sure in the first episodes, I haven't listened to them in ages, but I'm sure in those first episodes, I define what a hoss is. I think there's a prologue in which I do that. Um, I rank them. 
I, I make a list of them in order, and then I rank them 1 to 16. I made brackets. And I what I did is I took 16 of them, and I did what we just did with those last pages. I made a list of 1 to 16. So 16 of them got ranked, then another 16, then another 16, then another 16, all the way up to, I think, 256. Just in groups of 16. Then, in the second half of the season, all of the people who finished 16th do battle. Then in the next episode, all the people who finished 15th and 14th and 13th. I haven't finished. I stopped somewhere around 8 or 7 and was realizing I was too interested in that and not doing the tag team tournament. So we're going to have an actual list, 1 to 256-ish, um, of the greatest hosses of all time, according to me. I hope you enjoy it. I, it was a lot of fun. I got to listen to it again because it's been a while. So maybe I will listen to it and interject and, you know, maybe there'll be an addendum or something. It should be a good time. Let's stop talking. It's been about an hour. Thanks for joining me on this mammoth expedition to determine my favorite tag teams of all time. I think it went well. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and I will see you when we start Hoss Fight. Gotta have your water. <laughs>